With Fox's 911, the emergency is always on fire, sometimes literally, though not lately. Here at Dispatching the 118, I want to take a slower, more careful approach. Look at every detail with the intensity of Sergeant Grant, but the enthusiasm of Firefighter Buckley. Hey, Laura, how's it going? Hi, it's, um, 911 is, uh, on television. It is a show that is airing at the, uh, at the current time date. well not time because it's not on right now but yeah yeah in the current climate it is currently yes. airing <laughs> it be? we'll discuss <laughs> <laughs> by the end of this season we will have decided holy shit uh, yeah but Whoa. no but seriously how is this a show about a firefighter family and we are three episodes in and we have not seen a fire and honestly last season we barely saw any fires either I mean there are a lot of emotional fires and personal fires but they're not like actual fires (laughs) I just realized that I remember you saying last week that um oh shit I forgot his name Jim's cousin or brother or whatever the hell Oh, um, Albert. I had heard that he Albert, was yeah, here, and he, like, and he oh, wasn't. Yeah, he Whatever. Like, just add it to the pile. Listen, just add it to the pile of disappointments for desperate measures. There is Whoa. nothing desperate about this episode except their ability Lighting. to not write a cohesive story. No. Um, <laughs> we go in chronological <clears throat> order let's let's just start okay. with this dumpster fire and just end with the tragedy um, i want to talk about how we started the episode <laughs> and had like i don't know i want to say genuinely like a minute and a half which is oh wait cat's in, here in oh shoot cat's here let's say hi to cat yay hey cat We were just about to start from the beginning of the dumpster fire. That was episode three. Oh, excellent timing on my part then. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> um, everybody meet the start of the dumpster fire. Kat, no, I'm just kidding. Hello. <laughs> That's so fair. <laughs> um, sorry, Laura, what were you saying? That's okay. I just, <laughs> the fact that we started the episode with like a minute and a half of stuff we've already seen, which like matters when it comes to TV that's airing on like broad broadcast. Is that what this is? Yeah. Yeah. Prime like, time, I, just, whatever. Prime time. Yeah. Like it, it matters when it comes to that. Cause you can only have like 42 to 43 minute episodes and a minute and a half has just been wasted with shit that we've already seen. Also, can we talk about the fact that it was very confusing on what time it was? Because, like, it kept flashing back, but, like, there was no clear distinction between current time and previous time. Like, I was so confused. (laughs) It was just something else. Uh I can't. Also, I just, like, I literally couldn't care less about, like, what he's doing, like, like, I don't care what he did in those five days. I literally don't. I don't I'm sorry, care. but let's, be, let's just say the writers took him up a notch on the disgusting factor when he was, like, sniffing Athena's underwear. <laughs> like, oh, my gosh. Like, oh. what are you doing? And, and 
the other thing is Harry saw him doing it and he still went with this man. Like what? Like you were like playing what? Like cards with this man who was just sniffing your mom's underwear? <laughs> Harry, see a therapist. If that child is smart enough to tell somebody to start recording and like figure out a whole plan to help his mom find him, then he is smart enough to not go with the man who is sniffing his mom's underwear in the first place. You know what I mean? Right? Like, come on. Also, the kid that is smart enough to charge people as they walk in the door. Yes. For <laughs> using their facilities. <laughs> I, I will say, I just thought about it. I will say there was a small part of like the flashbacks that I loved, which was finding out that Athena shot his dick off. Yes. Yes. That, that, was, best part. <laughs> that was the best part. And I love where like, so who was it? Oh, it was Michael. Michael was like, why does he have such a vendetta against you? And she's like, I cut it. I shot his dick off. And he goes, all right, nice. <laughs> Michael's like, okay, cool. We'll go I loved his reaction. Yeah. <laughs> it was so like, funny. I, cause I was thinking about, it. I'm like, what did she steal from him? Cause you know, he'd been saying, oh yeah, she stole from me. Like whatever. I'm like, oh, wh- what? And then we're like, oh yeah. <laughs> so she, funny. She made, she made it, she made it impossible for him to continue his streak of bad acts. Um, it, well, connect, it connected dots for me because that opening scene of him being that flashback scene of him being in the hospital and they're talking about catheters and how he can't pee on his own or whatever. And I'm like, I don't understand why we have to watch him. Like, I don't understand what that means. Like, why do we care about this right now about him and having a catheter? I don't get it. And then I was like, oh, okay. That makes sense. As soon as the doctor was like, well, you'll be able to pee eventually on your own, but you'll have to sit down. I was like, man's got no pee. <laughs> It was so funny. I loved it. <laughs> and as Laura and I were either it was last week or just in the last few days, this man who plays this guy must have like a be- like an in with one of these writers or something. Because why have we dragged this on? For three OK, I didn't want to be the one to say it, but I was thinking like the whole time I'm watching, I'm like, why are we not done with this storyline yet? Like. They're so like the fact that they totally ditched the whole um, like the people who took over and did the whole blackout. We didn't even learn it. Like, where did that go? That was totally ditched just for this Athena thing that we already handled in the last season. Well, and Laura and I predicted this ending for this storyline last week. We were like, they are going to make her kill him. And then it's going to turn into a season long thing of her PTSD coming back. And I'm like, no no more we've dealt with this like no there's so many other stories to tell yeah and 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 the other stories are diminished because of this bs that we've had to deal with for the last three episodes took up the whole hour it did yeah and like two minutes for a half hours yeah i would have liked to see more of bobby's if we were going to keep going with that less of not necessarily less athena because obviously angela bassett i can never have too much of her but less of i don't what is his name on the show Jer- who is the guy jeffrey, Hudson. jeffrey? the guy who she, dies or the evil listen, guy that's laura said laura said jeffrey to me and i was like who's that and she goes the rapist okay. i'm like oh i know him as hudson the rapist yeah <laughs> so, hudson. um yeah like but i, I think his first name is jeffrey so we're all okay, right jeffrey yes less <laughs> of him and less of his perspective because honestly i don't care okay. and his plan was stupid anyway and i feel like they could have found him so much faster than they did and i didn't understand any of that but whatever 
And like more of like Bobby and like him reeling. I thought that was so like seeing Peter Krause and Bobby like lose it would have been so interesting. You know, we got that flash of it. And I was like, oh my gosh, angry Bobby is so terrifying. It was so intense. I think I shared this with you guys, but like someone on Twitter, like made that correlation between, um, Eddie saying, cause somebody was like, what, you know, he's like all upset. And then like Eddie being like, if Christopher, if it were Christopher, I'd be out of my goddamn mind. And like they, this person like did that moment and then like showed Buck, like freaking the frick out during the, the tsunami, tsunami. trying to find Christopher. And I'm like, they're a family. Why can't they just be a family? Married. Married. <laughs> oh like, married. They're married. <laughs> Oh, that's the, so someone also made the, we're going to jump. I know we wanted to go in order, but like when it's the three of us, we always talk about our top priorities, which are Buck and Eddie. Um, of course, always. <laughs> but like someone made the connection that like, you know, Buck can just show up whenever he wants to. He has a key, but like Anna has to be told to leave. <laughs> Whoa. Like. <laughs> literally get out of my house go home I literally oh I, I watched that moment and I literally was like Eddie don't be a dick and I have expected Christopher to look up at his dad and be like you're being a dick like yeah oh so mean <laughs> there's no need for it I, I mean I'm glad that it's over but she didn't do anything wrong she just watched no. your child for a few for days like you know, uh, she, she took care of your kid for five days while you were off dealing with a blackout that Not didn't matter. matter. And then she's offering to clean, and you're like, "Get yeah. out!" She's yeah. like, "Oh, I'm, she let like, me clean I'm this a, up, I and then I'll leave." Mess, and then I'll leave. And he's like, "No, just get out." <laughs> yeah, literally, that was literally what it was, though. He literally was like, "Well, what if you just left now? What if you calm the fuck down? <laughs> like, come on." My Listen, God. it was like he was channeling Bobby in that moment because Bobby yeah. with the Listen, Bobby with the knocking over the gate. <laughs> because Which he's like, gate? we, need, oh we need to find, he's like, we need to find Harry. And like, he just like plows through that gate and everyone's just like, what the hell is going on with him? Like, but I'm like, I like this side of Bobby. Like, we don't get to see this with Bobby. Like, we know that he loves these kids, but like, we haven't gotten to see him react in such a strong way to something with the kids and as stupid as the harry kidnapping was (laughs) it was nice to get to see bobby get all like "Mm, manly (laughs) yes i think it was interesting too that like it was so that like they paralleled it so stupidly because they had harry like not know what the man who attacked his mother looked like had no idea even like even a general description dude a tall white dude how are you gonna trust that man and be nervous you're black you're black he's a tall white dude why are you trusting him I just like I wouldn't trust that man he's scary and then we have May being like oh like like as soon as Sue was like oh well he has been missing for five days or whatever like it was like you could see it all connect in her brain how she was like, oh, like you could just see that she knew what he looked like. She knew the case. She knew what was going on. Right. And it's like they're not that different in age. There's no reason Harry should not have known what that man looked like. Not at all. The writing is just <sighs> disappointing. <laughs> yeah. I just there's no there was um 
there's just no rhyme or reason to some of the things that happened in this episode. Um, <laughs> like the throwaway comment, oh, Bobby's at the hospital with Athena and Harry. No, he's that not. Going like- insane. You should see my, my DMs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, was so she insane. was watching the episode today and I'm working and she's DMing me while she's watching. And I'm just like, she's going out of her mind. I and literally, I- because <laughs> It was like, oh, Bobby's at the hospital with Athena. And then they show Athena in the next scene going to see May at the dispatch center. And then in like two scenes later, they show Harry back with at home. Michael with Michael at home. Nobody's at the hospital. Where is Bobby? I can't. But then the next scene is Bobby at the at the firehouse with the baby. I was just going to say that. I was like, he's at the firehouse with uh, Jimmy's kid. <laughs> Day. Which obviously wasn't that late Moon after because or whatever. It was as soon as Tim walked in the door. <laughs> like, what the hell? Okay, but yeah, I will yeah. say the minute that um, Maddie, like, got June, is that her name? Whatever. The baby. <laughs> baby. Yeah. Um, baby, baby, Maddie, Jim. Um, <laughs> but when she got the baby into the carrier and was like, we're going to go see daddy. And I was like, no, you ain't. I knew it right away. I was like, home. oh, she's like, gone. Yeah. I, I honestly just thought though, that maybe she was going to go to like Buck and be like, say something to him or something. Like I didn't expect her to abandon the child. Like, no, I didn't even really understand. And maybe we'll get more of this next week. So it's like too soon to really make a statement on it. But even Buck's reaction. And I mean, the world knows he's my favorite character in the whole world, but like is so subdued. Like Jimmy's understandably freaking out. And he's just like, she, or maybe this was this in the promo or was this in the actual in episode? The promo, yes. Okay. Yeah. And he was just like, she, she left or whatever she said. He's like so calm about it. And I'm like, your My- sister just disappeared from you, like her almost to be husband, whatever. And child, like, and you have abandonment issues, Buck. What right, are you talking you- about? Oh, she just left. Exactly. Well, like, okay. I'm going to be like devil's advocate on this situation here. I love Buck. Don't get me wrong. I love that boy so much. And this is what I said to Laura. I was like, listen, Buck is a himbo. He's an idiot, but he's also very perceptive. So maybe he perceives that Chim is freaking the fuck out and him freaking out is not going to be helpful to Chim. So he's like trying to be calm to like maybe make himself calm at the same time as trying to calm Chim down. And I think that's what because the, the freaking promos always give us something and we freak out and then it's like and it's nothing. not that. Yeah. Right. Exactly. And he, he does know that she's not in danger because she left that video. Because I feel like if he had any idea that she was in danger, that would be like mm. he'd be off the rails because of right. everything obviously. So maybe you're right. I just maybe he just thinks just that weird. she went to go to their parents or something like even though he doesn't have that great of a relationship with their parents like she still sort of does remember like from that episode like she doesn't really have a major issue with their parents so like maybe he thought oh maybe she just went to get away for a little bit because like you know mommy issues and and the blackout and like who knows like who the f knows but I swear if Buck is really not freaking out about his sister in the next episode I quit this show I quit the show because like it doesn't make sense no it's seriously especially like like and I I hate I don't hate it but I I'm sorry to come back to Buddy yet again but like if you think about like Buck even like 
leaving Christopher, he would mm-hmm. never do it. And Christopher is not even his blood. Right. So, like, the fact that he's like, mm, she just left. It's okay. Right. Excuse like, use me. Family yeah. is so important to him, even if it's the found family sense. Mm-hmm. So, I can even see him being angry at Maddie just because, like, it's also like their family. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, she's all he has as far as blood goes. So, just yeah. like knowing that she let and she didn't even say goodbye or leave him a video or anything like mm-hmm. that, as far as we know, like, wouldn't that get him riled up? You know? So, I don't know. It feels weird. <laughs> Also, Laura, it is never a wrong thing to bring it back to Buddy. That's like, what I was ever. saying. That's um, what I was saying. Do you know who you're speaking to? Um, <laughs> we are like the biggest advocates for Buddy in the scene. Buddy supremacy. Buddy forever. supremacy forever. Um, so, Laura, actually, Kat, Laura and I decided last week that if we do get some kind of hint of Buddy by the end of the season, we're going to have a shot together. So you're invited. Yes. Yes. Celebratory. (laughs) Celebratory. Because we're like, listen. I would like to talk about my very favorite part of the episode, which is also the dumbest part of the episode. (laughs) Um, I have a feeling I know where this is going. (laughs) In episode three of season five of 911, we're like, there's a no police area in LA. (laughs) What? And then they drop it. And by the way, they drop it after two minutes. (laughs) yeah like I just what why first of all where did you get that inspiration from that you were like we have to add it into the show and then we have to make because like why the hell I just like it didn't even the only purpose it served maybe was to like let him hide out but like that didn't even wasn't even necessary because that dude was like a ghost anyway like it was hard for them to find him even though he was right in front of them like exactly so stupid that they couldn't find him whatever but <laughs> no like i'll never be over that like it just he could have been found like at the in the first five seconds of the episode as soon as harry like it, ugh, ugh. but anyway um yeah no i think i mean it, they formed that area because like during the blackout right because they were able mm-hmm. to because there was no power i feel like they were playing on what happened in portland um like okay that's fair I think that that's the inspiration there but again there's so much that they could have done with the blackout there's like that would have been interesting to dive into that like there's so many different things that we didn't need a whole episode of uh Jeffrey or Jeremy or whatever his name is or you know the rapist that's all yeah that's all he needs to be yeah (laughs) from that like there's also there's moments where it's like you know, obviously the people in there are saying like, you know, basically like a cab, you know, we don't trust cops, whatever. And you have Athena, the black woman on the show, who is of course a cop going in there being like, I beg to differ. That's a weird stance to take 911. It's a very weird stance. Yeah. That's weird. Also, this also plays into my main issue in my telltale review about this episode. And that is they drop they drop things in and rush through them because they're like oh well we we had this little like dangly piece from last episode that we haven't dealt with yet but we we need to do it but like we only have like five minutes like I'm like it's because you add so much extra bullshit that we don't need um and that whole area would have been cool if it had been developed better like it just came out of nowhere 
like if it had been there from episode one, that would have been great. Like, you know, started in episode one, they had to deal with like maybe a riot there or something. Um, because that would make sense. Like right after the black, <laughs> the lights go out, people get crazy. You know, exactly. it would have made sense. But no, we had the crazy freaking animals instead. Like, <laughs> right. Yes. Oh, my God. Like the the um, sorry to go back two episodes, but, you know, the llamas, the llamas. I was like, I thought a blackout was such a good idea. But a feral llama that the scene lasted way too long. I was like, we're literally been here for five minutes just watching them stare at this llama. Like <laughs> we had moved past. It yeah, so it's dumb. just like, no, like show show what actually would happen. Like maybe animals would escape I guess but like what about all the other things that would happen you know like because then they never yeah it's like, like it's like okay all the lights are back on no mention of every single zoo animal that escaped no mention <laughs> where are they did they round them well, up? okay I mean it's kind of like after the earthquake happened suddenly everything's fine in LA and I'm like um that would take like a year to fix the whole major damage that you guys showed like <laughs> As someone who just moved to LA like a couple months ago, I can tell you that we would be uh, down for the count for like a year if that actually (laughs) happened, just for the record. If you think about like government bureaucracy, like how slowly that stuff moves, like we can't get potholes filled in New Jersey because they're so lazy like they just don't do it like and my car sits so low to the ground that I freaking hate it because I'm like listen can you just fill in these potholes that you guys made with your snow plows last season like oh come God, on yes like fix them please like be like your mother said and clean up after your play you know <laughs> you played with your snow plow come clean up like but seriously like 911 is definitely a suspend all disbelief situation because 100 yeah. percent. you never know if you're gonna get an actual conclusion or explanation for things no ever very <laughs> true I will say, unfortunately, this is not funny, but I did think it was cute when Buck got home and turned on the TV and saw Taylor and was like, hi, honey, I'm home. That was kind of cute. It was was kind of cute, cute, but also break up with her. (laughs) Break up with her. Yes. I thought that that was potentially going to be something that was going to happen because of how like disconnected they were. Was it episode two? Yeah. Episode. Listen, I. These events are all, they all blur together. They all blur together. But that's what I thought was going to happen. Like I figured Eddie would take another episode to break up with Anna, but like Buck would break up with Taylor because Buck is definitely the type of person that's like cut and run. He's like, all right, this ain't working. Bye. Like he wouldn't care. He would just be like, whatever. Even the new Buck would, I love him to death, but like there are situations where he's just like, I'm not going to waste my time anymore. Like I have more important things to do this isn't working. Let's just call it a day and move on. And then Eddie would have like, should have taken a lot longer. Like there should have been a discussion. It should not have been in front of Christopher. Like Eddie would not have broken up with a woman in front of his son. Like, especially not a woman, his son loves like, no, sometimes, sometimes I wonder if like things like this aren't done because like, I don't know the actress's name, uh, for Anna, but Anna, Anna, Anna? Anna. 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 I don't know her, the actress's name, but like, it's like, okay, did she only sign like a three episode contract? And that's why you had to rush through it. And if so, you should have spent, I don't know, that minute and a half in the beginning where you showed flashbacks that we've already seen and put it towards that. Right. 
Agreed. I'm Agreed. opposite in the sense that I saw the Anna Eddie breakup coming first. Like, I think that that has been coming for a long time, but I think yeah. that the way that it was executed is like, was so bizarre. Like exactly like you said, like, I just, I have so many negative things to say about how it happened, but I did see that because I'm split on, um, Taylor Buck. I mean, not if I, I mean, I'm obviously full buddy. That's not what I mean, but I just mean like, I can't tell if they're trying to disconnect them, which is how I'm taking it. But I'm like, is that just because I love buddy or are they trying to make those scenes cute? Like they could be read as cute or they could be read as disconnected. And I'm I read them, them as disconnected. disconnected. I did but I'm too. Like, do I have a, I know I do have a bias. So I'm like, I'm trying right. to be as objective as possible, but I'm like, is that like, you thought it was cute at the end where she, he was saying, honey, I'm home. I was like, that's just another example of him coming home by himself. And she's at work. Like, that's how I immediately took it. Even though like, it is cute what he said. And he was like, being all like, <laughs> absolutely. You know, I did not take that scene. I took it as cute in the sense that he was like, oh, honey, I'm home. And then like, I imagined that it was Eddie's house and like, not his. <laughs> <laughs> This is that is my take. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> I definitely can see the like that I that totally makes fiction. sense though of like the oh you're at work now that I'm home and like vice versa mm-hmm. or whatever like oh this isn't gonna work which is ideally how it would go um but mm-hmm. I just I don't I don't know I don't but then I'm like are they trying to show that they're connected because she's reporting on the situation. He's out there fighting the situation. So does that give them a connection? You know, like I'm just trying to understand like where they're going. I with don't it. know. But to make Taylor like this big love interest of Buck. Yeah. But here's the, here's the tea that Oliver Stark has been has been fanning those flames in the last few days for Buddy. I don't know if you guys have noticed that on Instagram, people have been saying things to him and he's been responding with, I have no issue with it. I would love to make it. Like he posted a black and white yesterday or today. I can't remember, but like, and the only word in his caption wasn't even a word. It was a candle emoji. And someone goes, oh, are you trying to manifest Buddy? And he goes, I'm right there with you. Like, he's like, he was just like, very like, I don't care. Like, I'll do it. Like, whatever. And I'm like, bro, <laughs> like, See, do you know what you're she- doing? <laughs> yeah. And then somebody responded, like, stop harassing him about it or stop making him say something or something like that. And he was like, actually, I have no problem with it. There's nothing. Nobody's harassing me. I would be fine there- with playing a gay or bi character, like, blah, blah, blah. Like, he went into like this whole thing after that. Yep. Um, to like expand on the yeah I'll okay with it so I, listen, I the I'm thing is for, for me is that that in my mind is immediately like buddy's never happening no never <laughs> like that's because you're super <laughs> cynical Laura that's because you're cynical and listen I survived the great steric mind boggle of 2017 so I believe that if I'm not cynical about this situation then Laura you have no right to be cynical <laughs> that's fair like, I don't know I don't know I survived I survived it's just like Derek. the fact that it's literally written as a perfect love story over the course of the four well like through what are we like three and a half seasons now that they've been together mm-hmm. like have they been together <laughs> or I'm sorry that they've been on screen together and best friends sorry totally platonic BFFs like, oh, that was a total Freudian slip and I love it 
You know what I, like whatever it's been a long time and they've been a perfect love story and I say this I feel like every time I've been on your podcast I've said this but like if this was a man and a woman they would mm-hmm. be like engaged or married at this point mm-hmm. they would be like where Chimney and Maddie are like the, like yep. this, if, if, if it were Bobby and Athena they would be married exactly <laughs> Yeah, seriously. Um, And I I think Laura and I talked about this last week with the scene with Chim and Buck and needing the power pack or whatever. And I was like, someone on Twitter pointed this out. And I'm like, I cannot unsee this now because like, you know how that is. Sometimes Twitter shows something and you're just like, oh, I never thought of it like that. And now I can't unsee it. They were like 911 without realizing it or maybe they intentionally did it showed us a perfect example of a brotherly connection between two of the firefighters in the house when chim was like manipulating buck to get a power pack from him be like you uncle buck can't see my daughter like you know and i'm like that's true brotherhood like and then you've got buck and eddie over here pouring their hearts out to each other seriously But. Whenever I think of that kind of stuff, I think of like, I don't know if either of you have watched New Girl, but yes. I always think of like Jess and her relationship with Nick and then her relationship with the other guys and how like it's so clear when writers who are at least good at their job are like able to write a friendship with potential to be something more and then write a complete platonic friendship without telling us that you can just see it in the way the story is being told. I think New Girl does that like or did that so well. And I think yes. it's the same I mean, it should the be the other, same thing here. Another good example is Ted Lasso. Like they do yeah. perfect, beautiful Absolutely. friendships. And it's like, we know these are never really going anywhere. Do we want some of them? Probably. I mean, like, listen, who doesn't ship Keely and um, Rebecca? I mean, who doesn't? Because I do. I do. <laughs> but like, they're a beautiful friendship outside of that though, too. So like, and 911 has the ability to do it too, because they have Athena and- and hen and i'm like this is a perfect friendship like what is your what is your deal with buck and eddie like can you just like give us some kind of sign where you're heading with this because i don't know are we gonna talk about the scene that they had together or i mean we can oh my god it killed me it literally killed me (laughs) holy shit is buck in love oh my god he's like what are you what are you he's like you know you're going home he's like yeah i gotta figure out what to say to anna and buck's just like like there was so much like potential hope in his eyes he was just like his heart exploded yeah (laughs) wait are you breaking up with the girl is the girl gone like literally that was what his eyes said like it was just (laughs) even the way that eddie delivered it like Mm -hmm. or i should say ryan guzman delivered it like it's, it just felt so weighted, like that there was so much more that he was saying, like, I need to, you know, like, figure out what I'm going to say. Then there's like a long beat where they're mm-hmm. looking at each other. And then he's like, to Anna. And like, there's just another beat. And then they walk out and then you get Bugs reaction. I'm just like, this is sexual romantic tension. If I have ever seen it in my mm-hmm. life, like, again, just insert a woman there and tell, and there would be nobody who would deny that, you know? Right. Seriously. Yep. And I always, what always makes me think like, like with buddy, like I love my friends dearly. I love them so much. Like they're like family, but if I die and I have a child and I'm a single mother, 
somebody in my family is getting that child, not my best friend, or my significant other is getting that child. Right. Like, okay, I have a perfect example of that. Karen is my roommate and she's my best friend. And like, I'm pretty sure my mom thinks that we're together, but we're not. But anyways, that's beside the point. Like we love each other on that deep friendship level. And like, I help her with her child because obviously her child lives here. Like, you know, I'm going to help her, but we've also discussed like what would happen if something were to happen to her because she has had health problems. So like, she knows that it's a possibility. And I was like, well, wouldn't Kyle just get her? And she goes, Kyle doesn't fucking want her. Like, She's like, I had a conversation with him the other day. She was like, he's like, you know, I said to him, you're going to have to fight my sister for her. And he goes, your sister can have her. I just want her for my weekends. Like literally, trust me, that's a whole different podcast episode. (laughs) But like, no, but like, she literally was like, my sister or her father will get this child. Um, And it's like, Eddie, you have this slew of family members that are always there to help you and you give the rights to Buck, <laughs> who is just your friend. So you just say. Just your friend. So you say. <laughs> so you yeah, say. That's what I was gonna ask. So you say. And his whole thing like, oh, just like his repression, like they're really using that word a lot now. And I'm just mm-hmm. like, okay, this is a perfect opportunity to like explore that on a deeper level like what are Mm -hmm. you repressing why didn't you want the the instant family with Anna which like it really wasn't necessarily an instant family you were just like putting pressure on yourself to make it that way so it's just like what's what's go deep why are you trying so hard to make things quote-unquote work with Anna especially like it's like he's trying to show buck something it's not even like he's trying to show anybody else like it's like he's trying to show buck because you know he kind of got together with anna and you know um what's her name why can't i remember her name um not taylor the woman that helps eddie that we haven't seen carla where's carla i want to know where carla is why is anna watching christopher why not carla oh Um, carla carla i love carla right? right i'm like yeah okay back on track though so but like he immediately starts dating Anna and Carla's like I'm pretty sure that's not where your heart is babe like she literally calls him out she's like are you doing this for Christopher or you I just like I don't it's so crazy to me because at this point it's like okay either the writers are writing them to be together eventually or to never be together and the problem is no one can tell which direction they're going Mm -hmm. like just pick one like just pick one at least with steric we knew it was never gonna happen like (laughs) we still shipped it but like we knew it wasn't gonna happen we just knew like we knew they were baiting us like whatever especially after tyler heckman left the show we were like we're never getting steric like it's never gonna happen (laughs) um but that didn't stop us from shipping it but like we knew now with 911, we ship it and we have no idea. We're just like, is it, is it going to happen? I, I, I just, I don't know. Like, where are we going? But I can't, <laughs> I literally, I'm like trying to think of what else happened in the episode. And I literally think it was like basically just all Athena. Well, can we talk a little more about Maddie though? Like, I feel like we've kind of only just glossed over that. Like there's so, 
I'm all for postpartum depression storyline because that doesn't get the recognition and care and airtime that it deserves with television. 100%. But I'm so disappointed in 911 with what they did with it because they could have done so many better things to erase that stigma and they just made it worse. Yep. They made it 10 times worse. Like, plus it's like, does anybody, like, I know that she was really pregnant, but does anybody know how long, like, Jennifer Love Hewitt is going to be out? Like, is she going to be out for the rest of the season? And then she is going to come back if there's a season six and we all have to deal with that? Because now I'm just like, like, not fuck Maddie, but I'm like, well, girl. (laughs) It's kind of like, I still haven't watched the Ted Lasso finale, but I know where it's going based on the ending of the episode 11. Is there really a way to redeem her at this point? Like you abandoned your child. And I mentioned Ted Lasso because there was a character that like did a really shitty thing. And like, is there, is there, is there a pan? No, I'm saying to the podcasters, like, is there a way to redeem this asshole? I mean, no for him. <laughs> Absolutely not yeah, for him. I would no. say for him, yeah. no goodbye, especially no, having seen the finale. I'm not going to spoil, but no. But no, he can die. Um, yeah. <laughs> with Maddie, it's like, how do you, how do you, and the problem is that, the problem is that it's like, A, how do you redeem that? And B, how do you hold it against her when she's in the middle of like postpartum depression? It's, it's like a double-edged sword basically of like, mm-hmm there's no like easy way to think about this or go around this. And I just feel like, like I love 911 so much, but they're not going to go into the depth that they need to for it to be understanding why Maddie left, left G. Right. I think that's the thing. Like I, I think there is a way um, because of what she's going through and like what it can do to you. But I don't think that 911 is going to have like the bandwidth to really explore that. Like if they really went in depth, like if she came back, and they really went in depth with like Chimney and maybe Chimney was like obviously the audience mouthpiece where like he had a really hard time forgiving her. I think they could get there. But again, I just don't necessarily see I don't that. think they're going to put the energy into it. No. And like I said to Laura, we need like um, a side like web series for this show um, where we they explore the things that they drop in our laps and then never like go in depth about like... <laughs> Can we just get a therapy web series? Can we just have a yeah. web series of them all in therapy and we just listen to them talk? Um, um, That's I'll, the I, issue. Of I volunteer like... to be the therapist. <laughs> you would be great. <laughs> well, thank you. Um, but no, like it, it. Seriously, like that's just how bad it is. And I've recently resurfaced a feature I wrote for Telltale at the end of season three about their inability to follow through on story. And it's still relevant. Like we are a season later and it's still relevant. (laughs) Like that's so sad. Like, I'm like, how is this still an issue? Um, And I think Chim is going to struggle with the Maddie situation because Chim loves her so much and he's always wanted a family and you know having this child with her was like a big deal for him and like for her to just abandon her like he's going to think of his father you know he is like he's going to think of his father abandoning his family this is like when 
This is like when I was watching Ted Lasso and I jokingly was like, Ted, you have you have abandonment issues. Like, why are you doing this? And then Ted was like, I have abandonment issues. And I was like, too much, too much. Too like, much. That's gonna be take it back, take it back, take it back. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm going like, you have abandonment issues. We know this. And then he's going to be like, I have abandonment issues and I'm okay with Maddie leaving. And it's going to be like, hold on. We skip yeah, so see, that's exactly like what we don't want, but what's going to happen? Like, it should be the mm-hmm. opposite of that when she comes back. Yes. Like, there's so many reasons, like, the repercussions of her leaving, like, even just, like, even though, the, obviously, the his child is the most important thing, but, like, even to his career, that's going to have repercussions because now he's a single father and he, like, compl- prides himself on saving lives every day and that's going to be stripped away from him, at least temporarily, you know? Like, his whole world is just, like, shook because of and the woman that he loves like it's not Mm -hmm. just the mother of his child he's in love with her he wanted to spend his life with her like he is just gonna get rocked from this and i just know if we're gonna so um i think it's like episode five i i pay attention to no no no, but i pay attention to synopses when they release them no i'm literally reading the season (laughs) five the episode five Uh, press release like so so, like is in therapy no no it talks about how they're reconfiguring the partnerships in the firehouse and chimney's not mentioned and i'm like that's because i bet you chimney leaves his job because he has to take care of his daughter or like rearrange his thing and so like Eddie and Buck have to deal with having different partners. <laughs> Which will maybe help them realize Eddie we gets can only partnered. Help. Eddie gets partnered with him and Buck gets partnered with Ravi, the probie. And I'm like, oh, you know Eddie's gonna be all like jealous. Now here's my question though, is that what's in okay, in terms of it was either episode five or episode six. I forget which episode it was. It's I read five. about. Okay, it is five. Okay, but in terms of like, okay, so we know that Jennifer Love Hewitt is considered a regular, right? Mm-hmm. So if she's credited in episode five, are we really going to see her, or do they just have to put that because she's a regular? Yeah, a lot of times, so this has happened like when an actor or character is a main character and they like say die in the middle of the season, but they're still in the credits because they don't change the credits. So it's just eventually IMDb will just say credit only. Eventually, it's just going to take a while. So like we have no idea going into it. Is she just a credit or is she like actually in the episode? It's, I don't know. I'm hoping she's in the episode, but we do know she's not coming back because May is going to have to deal with someone new coming into the dispatch center and then butting heads. Like that's something yeah. that's been on the bo- on the books for a while. Like everyone's been talking about it and I want to see May come into her own. I really do, but I, I don't know. I'm kind of torn because I like Maddie, but at the same time, I'm like, it'd be interesting to see something different in the 911 dispatch center instead of her getting overly emotional about every call. <laughs> oh my God. I just, she has to be coming back, right? Like when she had made a statement if she was leaving forever. Oh yeah. I'm sure I she's did, coming yeah. back. I'm sure she's coming back. Cause Jennifer Love Hewitt's the type of person that would have made a statement. Yeah. I just, do you think that it'll be like, you know, episode five when, you know, and not necessarily even like specifically episode five, but like, do you think it'll be in the next few episodes or is it going to be a season long thing where we don't see her again until the finale? 
when she comes back like because okay so we talked about this last week and we were like mm-hmm. well if maddie leaves and goes to like i don't know a retreat for six weeks like that's fine like she's trying to heal like whatever but they never made that explicitly clear if that's right. what she was trying to do it would be easier to forgive her but it depends how the writers are going to write her back in mm-hmm. and i and I hope that they give it its due diligence, but again, there's no guarantee. Um, Even if they just, like, I really just want a mention of them saying, like, what she's doing, like, where she went, them figuring, I'm hoping that the next episode they figure out where she went. um, Yes. And everything, because nobody knows. Like, we don't even know. Like, usually at least we know, but the characters don't, nope, nobody knows. No. She said, we're going to go see daddy and then they're not. (laughs) I have this horrible, horrible theory that the reason that they, and I say horrible because if it ever came true, I would literally want to sue the 911 writers. But if like, I had a theory that because she was like on the phone trying to call Chim and then at the same time watching the uh, TV news, the TV news, the news talk about like the no police the what is it autonomous mm-hmm. area is that what it's called autonomous zone like, yeah autonomous zone yeah like if like because she was watching it at the same time so i'm like oh she just went there like i would hope to god that the writers wouldn't do something like that but i i fear i fear the 911 writers because they're unpredictable them. yeah yeah i mean it's like they're unpredictable on one hand, which is like making Eddie be an asshole to Anna. And then they're like predictable on the other, which we knew exactly what was going to happen with Athena. Yeah. yeah. I see her being gone the entire season and coming and like Chimney working through it. And then we finally get Chimney to like the other side of this like grief essentially. And he's like starting to put the pieces of his life back together. And, and I can see them back. literally have her showing up at the fire. And then he turns around and she's like, hey, Chim. And then it like, you know, cuts. Like, I can literally see that being the end of this. Like, not the, maybe not the last scene, but like one of the last scenes of the whole season. And then you have to wait till yeah. season three. I can see them doing that. I could see them doing yeah. that too. My thing about that is <laughs> do you, do we really think that they're going to get a season six? Uh, because that's like a lot of seasons for a Fox show. If you're not, like, the mass Singer. You're not the mass Singer. (laughs) Or, I was about to say Dancing with the Stars, but then I was like, no, that's that's ABC. Never mind. (laughs) ABC never lets go of anything. (laughs) That's true. Or the CW. They don't either. (laughs) They can have, like, two viewers of a show, and they'll let it run for, like, ten seasons. Seriously. Uh, Supernatural. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Like, a million seasons. That show is insane. But Um, I think... I mean, this doesn't have a last season feel. I feel like for a show that's gone five seasons, they would maybe promote it as the final season. Mm-hmm. But that's you know what true. I mean? Well, I'm wondering if it's going to be the final season and they not realize it's going to be the final season. Like, I'm I'm nervous nervous just, you know what I mean? It. Like, they, they're just going to cancel, which is ha- which has also happened. And Fox loves to do that. Um, yes. And I could, te- I could potentially see them doing that. But at the same time, the viewership is up because everyone tunes in every week to find out if Buck and Eddie are going to happen. Literally. <laughs> Literally, that is all they tune in for. I am so sorry, Peter Krause. You work so hard to be Bobby, but people only care about Buck and Eddie. 
no, yeah. I'm I sorry, every- Angela Bassett. I'm sorry, Aisha Hines. I'm sorry, Kenneth Joy, but no, nobody cares. <laughs> I every time I look at the comments on spoiler TV on like a press release, it's always like, are they gonna put Buck and ID together yet? And I'm like, <laughs> holy shit. Like that's all of the comments. I had to so I had followed a couple people on Twitter for other reasons and then I realized that they were buddy stands and I had to unfollow them because I'm like I don't I love Buck and Eddie but I don't want to see your screaming all caps BS about Buck and Eddie for real gonna happen next episode because we know what's ain't happening like all these people that scream like oh my god it's gonna happen and this and then their screenshot for the example of Dwight is like something like they were in a scene together. I'm like, that doesn't mean anything, guys. That's not gonna be. <laughs> yeah. You're just gonna. I'm like, you're gonna hurt yourself. The, these are the teenagers that. that have never known the fandom pain. They have never yeah. understood pain from fandom. <laughs> how's that? Uh, how's that Barchi fandom going for you? <laughs> it's actually going well. It's actually going really well. They just got together last episode, but it's been six years. So I waited exactly. six years. <laughs> oh my god, that's what I'm is, saying. Is, Betty's name on there, Betty who? No, it's Betty Cooper. Oh, okay. Because I was I was in the car with my brother yesterday and a Betty who song came on and he went, who is this? And I went, Betty who? And he went, from Riverdale? And I was like, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Betty. Oh, man. <laughs> Could you imagine? Maybe it was just someone being like, Betty who? What? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like... <laughs> No, I did see your your tweet about them like having drinks together and laughing and whatever, you know, whatever. Listen, in the Chicago Fire fandom, we finally got our Sylvie and Casey. So I'm I'm listen, I'm happy. We got Bretzy finally. So it's it fine. Can happen. Sometimes <laughs> they just take six years to which happen. Is, which is funny because like I, someone was talking about like you can stand like standing certain things and then like turning back your back on them or whatever and like how that's like makes you not like a real fan or whatever but I'm like here's the thing I started watching Chicago Fire when it first started and I was all about Dawson and Casey like I was like oh yeah they're the end all be all but by the time Dawson left the show I was like get her the fuck out of here I'm tired of her I don't want her around like she's not good for Casey and then we get Sylvia Brett and I'm like I want them I want them together they're the best and like I'm like Dossy who? <laughs> yeah. Things can change depending on how characters are written. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's part of the fun. You don't have to like like a couple and then stick with it to the very end just because you said you liked it in the beginning. Like things can grow and change. Like that's fine. That means I feel like that means writers are doing their job because they're getting mm-hmm. you to root for who they want you to root for. But in the case of Buck and Eddie, it's just like everyone's rooting for them. So I don't know, like if they're not going to get them together to me, it feels like the biggest bait of all time because I feel like they're writing to that on purpose at this point. Mm-hmm. Yes. Sure. Yep. You know, like there was no her. reason for them to linger on Buck's face that long when Eddie said that he was going to go break up with his girlfriend. Come no on. reason. There's no reason for Buck to have parental rights to a child that is not his significant other's child. Yes. <laughs> there is no I, reason to slow down a gunshot situation where they stare at each other but until one of them passes out. Like there's no reason unless they're getting together. <laughs> like, no. I was <laughs> I was literally I was with my friends a few weeks ago 
And it was like 1130 at night. I might've said this last week too. It was like 1130 at night and they were in my roommate's room and I was in my room. And I, I literally just like, we had had a few drinks and I was like, do you guys think buddies ever going to get together? And they were like, no, sorry. So sorry. No. Listen, I <laughs> turned Karen into a 911-aholic because I talk about it so much. And she finally started watching like towards the end of season four. And she's like, I like these gay guys. And I'm like, they're not gay. <laughs> they ain't gay yet. That's how I got into the show. I just saw all these fan cams and videos and I was like, these are the, this is the cutest couple ever. And people are like, they're not together. They're not even like gay. And I'm like, what are you talking about? That's impossible. I have to watch this show and figure out what's going on. I'm like, I don't understand. It's not even just the writing. It's also what Ryan and Oliver do with these characters. How like they, there's yeah, how they deliver it. Yeah. There's oh, the words are only so much like there's other, and there's only so much with like a director telling you to do something. I guarantee you the director did not tell Oliver to let his gaze linger on Eddie for that scene. But he did it anyway. And then the story editor was like, oh, yep, we're going to go yep, ahead and just we're gonna leave go that in that. right there. Yep, yep, yep. yep. <laughs> we are not reshooting that. That looks great. Move on. <laughs> I can't. No matter how bad an episode is, we will find a way to make it good because of Buddy. Exactly. I mean, that's it. Of course. Listen, episode two got two and a half stars and two of them were for Buck and Eddie. <laughs> And the other yeah. half, the other half a star was for that kid on the ventilator. <laughs> oh, shit. It's so interesting to me Again, that you rated this one higher. Because I feel like this one was the worst of the three. Well, I agree. I honestly don't know what I, I was probably deliriously tired when I rated it. Because I was looking at it, I'm like, why did I rate this three? That that doesn't make sense. I think I meant to do two. Um <laughs> But like yeah. I was tired. Listen, have you ever been there as a as a as a as a reviewer and been like so tired that you're like, did I really do the right thing for this? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Me writing like- my CSI Vegas review last night at 10 p.m. <laughs> it's happens. I rated my Riverdale finale review of four and a half stars, and like I was like, is that really is Riverdale ever supposed to get four four stars? <laughs> like it should never. Like what am I doing here? Like, but I was like, I can't go. I mean, I could go in and edit and change the the rating, but I'm like, people will notice, and then they'll be like, that person changed their mind because they saw Twitter or something. You're like, you know, yeah, that's how they'd be. But like, Lauren is my go. Like, mostly edits everything I do now at this point. Like, she's my editor, and sometimes she'll email me and she goes, "Were you tired last night?" <laughs> Oh. like I was like yeah she goes because you forgot to tag this as a review <laughs> like she was like you forgot to tag you forgot to put the tags in and I'm like I'm sorry <laughs> we've so been heavy. there we've all been there <laughs> but I mostly yeah. get that tired like 911 isn't so bad because it's eight o'clock but like I I review the Connors which comes on at nine on a Wednesday and sometimes I'm just like so exhausted by nine o'clock I'm like do I really want to watch this can I just watch it tomorrow morning and then I'm like no because then you're not gonna watch it tomorrow morning and <laughs> you're gonna be shit up a creek because you haven't done your review I always yeah. do that too I'm like I don't want to write it right now I'll just wait till tomorrow morning I'm like no I'm gonna hate myself if I wait till tomorrow morning <laughs> I'm not gonna do that <laughs> I'm also not going to remember like <laughs> exactly that's part of the reason why I live tweet if I'm watching a late episode thing like when I was watching Shameless I would live tweet because it came on so late and I'm like I do this so that I have notes to go back to 
so you can look at your live tweets and make a review. <laughs> oh God, Ashley and Allison, I hope you're not listening to this. <laughs> I mean, that's oh, I not the know. only, listen, that is not the only thing I use, but it's my, yeah. it's my thing it's to remind to, myself, happens. like, what were the major things that happened? Like the major things that got a reaction out of me. Cause I'm like, absolutely. Especially if I choose not to do it till the next morning, like, you know, <laughs> yes, I swear I'll do I don't use Twitter to watching, write my review. <laughs> if I'm texting somebody watching, like I will literally just go back to our text and scroll and scroll and scroll. Like, let me make sure I hit every point that I talked about while the episode is going. I'll like write my review while I'm watching sometimes and it'll be like a whole mess and I'll be like, okay, let me see what I can make out of this. Or right. whatever. <laughs> yeah. I used to try and do that. And then I got so annoyed with having to like go back and like just cut lots of stuff out. I was like, no, I just wait till the end now. <laughs> but like, I get that's how some people like Ashley are able to like I mean, I'm sure she does screeners too, but I'm sure sometimes I'm sure she does it while she's watching and then she like uploads it right after. So it's like, <laughs> no, yeah, I'm not that but... good. Cause I got to edit myself a whole bunch. Cause I'm just like stream typing as I'm watching. And then I'm like, Oh, this is a 6,000 word review for a two star episode. Let me go ahead and <laughs> edit everything. <laughs> Oh my god. My I don't know about you guys. I don't know if you guys ever like review sitcoms, but like this is totally getting off topic. But I have a hard time reviewing sitcoms because I'm like, it's so hard to really pick apart. <laughs> like I have a trouble with the Connors every week because I'm like, yeah, that was really good. And I'm like, but I shouldn't be saying everything's really good every week. <laughs> yeah. I, I think, think I've the- ever reviewed a sitcom. The, I, my issue comes when it's like a half hour show. Well, I that's like again, time with again Connors is a half hour sitcom. <laughs> yeah. Especially if it's, it's weekly. It's so hard. It is so yes. hard. It's weekly. Yeah. It's so hard. Yeah. And I'm like, what do I say? And so like, sometimes I'm like, oh, did we have a nice guest star? So then I'll sit there and talk about the guest star or something. Cause I'm like, what? <laughs> like this past week we yeah. had Jason Alexander and Patton Oswalt. So I was like, okay, this is oh, great. Nice. We're good. <laughs> But um, anyways, back to 911. <laughs> we have now gotten the press release for episode five, and there's still no Lauren Graham star co- guest starring. So why are we still airing the show? If we're Where not is- going to get Buddy, and we're not going to get Lauren Graham as a guest star. What are we even doing here is the real question. What are we question. even doing here? Seriously. We, what we need is we need TK to come on over from Texas and whip those boys into shape and be like, listen, kiss and make up. Seriously. Like, that's wasn't what he, he needs to do. I don't watch 911 Lone Star, but wasn't he the character when they did the crossover that was like, that thought Buck was uh, like interested in him or whatever? Yeah. Yep. That's why I was like, TK needs to come in and be like, yo, honey, um, you've been texting me about this boy this whole time. Why are you guys not kissing yet? <laughs> I want to know what his therapist thinks. Like, how often do you think he mentions Eddie? Every again. Every this is why session. we need. That's why we need this therapy side show web series thing. Webisodes series. Webisodes. Yeah, Listen, seriously. Maybe we should just create it ourselves and like pretend to be certain characters and just like yeah. <laughs> that would be I hilarious. Guess, like, it's start. fan. It's fan fiction for YouTube. It's fine. <laughs> Oh my God, do you guys remember when like, and maybe they still do this, but do you guys remember when they used to like make audio versions of fanfic and put them on YouTube? Like it would be no. them just reading. The, some people, the some people do podfics. 
people still record really? podfix. Yeah. Wow. Like I've had someone reach out to me and be like, can I like record one of your fix into a podcast? And I'm like, I don't care. Like whatever do you bro? Like it was like one of my like steric ones. I'm like, seriously, like all those are shitty. Like why? <laughs> I'm like, why? But also, I'm also super hypercritical of my fanfic writing. So I'm like, is it even that great? Like, it's not that great. Um, but no, yeah, there are plenty of podfics out there, which are helpful for me sometimes. Because I'm like, I've heard this fic is like really great. And I'm like, I don't have time to sit there and read this on my phone. And so I'm like, oh, someone recorded a podfic. Okay, I'll just listen to it while I'm working. <laughs> oh, it would have to be like a rated T thick there is no way in hell that I could listen to somebody like on youtube.com what I literally couldn't do it I couldn't do it now we need to like at work and it's like in your headphones and they get unplugged by accident and all of a sudden like the entire place is listening to your like inappropriate well that's your buddy fanfic it's like super sexual like graphic well, in that case, I think I need to find if there are any and then send them to Laura so that she no. can listen to them. <laughs> be, like, like, con be like, me into this thinking is it's not actually. <laughs> be like, this is, this is research for the next podcast. <laughs> so you don't even know to put your headphones on and then you just press play and it's immediately like. And now I, I live with my mom now. So it's like, I just <laughs> Please start playing it loudly. I'll send you. No. I'll send you a smutty Lord of the Rings one. I'm sure there's one out there. No, oh there's God, definitely smutty buddy ones because I'm like oh, subscribed yeah. to a few people. Hold on. On like Ao3, <clears throat> and I will Hold get on. an alert for like new story, and I'm like, oh, it's buddy, and then I'm like, no, no, thank <laughs> you, no, thank you, hundred percent, no. Oh, Hold man. on, I'm, I'm, I'm weirder with people, right? Um, the thing that I can't get really get into with fanfic is when they do it for real people, and it's like super, super graphically sexual. Ugh. That's like, like on my blog, I'll have people write in and they'll be like, "Do you read fanfic?" And I'm like, "Not really," but sometimes and they're like, "Have you like you should read this fanfic about like Dylan O'Brien because like everyone that's ever met me or knows that I exist knows I love Dylan O'Brien." And I'm sorry for any of the previous episodes. <laughs> podcast where I shit okay. on him <laughs> it's okay it's okay nothing can deter me from my love for him but um but yeah and I'm just like I'm not interested in like sitting there and reading about a real part like it's it's just like I don't know like I, if I were that person I wouldn't want that to be written about me you know what I mean it's just no, like it's well, cringy. so I've seen a lot um it's even worse when they take two real life people um one who is queer and one who is straight and married and makes them together because their characters were together on television. I'm talking about Dan Levy and Noah Reed fix. I'm <gasps> not kidding. People will like kill his wife in order to put them together. Like, I'm not Holy kidding. <laughs> like there was one, there was one, there was one fic that someone like sent to me they know I don't read them but they were like oh my god can you believe like this is one of the tags and it was that she like had a miscarriage and she couldn't handle it so she broke up with him and I'm like and then he immediately went to dance I'm like that doesn't make any sense like one that's terrible like 
But yeah, I'm like, you go out of your way to get rid of someone they're in an actual relationship with because you want these two real life people to be together. Like that is so sick minded. Like I, I can't even fathom. Like, I don't understand it. No, no, I don't, I don't understand it. And I feel bad for the actors because you know that these people that's what I'm saying. get alerted to these situations like I'm sure people have said oh have you seen that someone wrote a fic about you like actually about you and they'd be like I'm sure Dan Levy gets it and he's just like away away <laughs> he's probably like hey, yeah and get away <laughs> that's oh horrible God. but so we think that Harry um is going to start like a rebellious streak because you know he was kidnapped and left to die or do you think that he just like is going to be mean to his dad because he blames him I think he blames both his parents oh 100% even though I don't want to victim blame but dude you didn't know what your mother's attacker looked like get a grip to be fair though I'm gonna like be devil's advocate again He's a child. I mean, he's not like a young, young child, but like, he's still a child. Like he might've known his mom was attacked, but like, he probably was of the mindset of doesn't matter to me. I don't really fucking care. Like, you know what I mean? Like I, I've been teaching, I've done teaching long enough to know what boys of that age are like. And they're very much like, it doesn't involve something directly to me or my interests i'm not going to pay 100 percent attention to it granted he's not stupid so he should have been like a little more aware of this is a bad situation um kind of situation but he's definitely going to blame his mom and dad because he's going to be like well mom if you hadn't been you like you know this guy wouldn't have come after us and dad if you'd paid better attention like you know like you know he's gonna do it because he's at the cusp of teenagehood that he's like angry at the world anyway and like this is just gonna like exacerbate it I just it's it's very interesting to see how he'll react how the writers will have him react that'll be interesting for sure well the, I wrote up the preview for this episode on Monday and it says that Athena and Michael like band together to like help Harry and I'm like it is not gonna work like he's no. gonna be so angry at the two of you I really hope that 911 takes this opportunity to expand on the bond between May and Harry because that oh. would be perfect like we would get more of that brotherly sisterly bond that we don't see with them and I'm sure it's there because they have these nice cutesy family moments every once in a while you know where they're all eating dinner together or whatever so like obviously they don't hate each other's guts but like I don't know I'm not that would be really interesting actually a really good opportunity to to put them together because now he's getting older and Mm -hmm. not going to want to talk to you know either of his parents I would like that I would I, I come out of this terrible episode. <laughs> I thought that they would maybe go because obviously we saw how Bobby reacted, and that was mm-hmm. a central part of the episode. So I, I'm wondering if he's not going to go to Bobby. Oh yeah, he does have. I mean, he does have a really strong bond with Bobby. Like, <laughs> yeah. Remember, I mean, that was the whole basis of Michael's jealousy in season one was that like you know, this kid who barely knew Bobby and was his kid was going to Bobby, who's not his dad. And like, 
it was just, yeah right. and he's always had that bond and like michael played into it when michael thought he was dying he was like you know harry really likes you he really looks up to you like please do these things in my absence again a situation that was not handled properly but anyways <laughs> beside no, the point <laughs> but yeah like it would be nice to see either Harry go to Bobby or to go to May. Like I'm really rooting for May, not because I don't yeah. like the Harry Bobby bond, but like, I want to see more with them. I'm always about sibling bonds. Like I always love seeing it on TV. Yes. And, and again, it goes back to this meme I've seen recently where they're like, your favorite shows are ones where they portray something you don't have. I don't have good sibling bonds with my siblings. So like, I want to see that in television. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, I think it's, it's really important too, that you said like, now that they're like growing up, because I wasn't, I was really close with my brother when I was younger. And then between the ages of like 14 to like 19, we just didn't get along at all. <clears throat> And now we like FaceTime every other day and we're texting and like, we talk all the time and it's like, because we got older, which I mean, they're not quite, you know, 25 and 27 yet, but they're still older to a point where they're like, oh, like we can maybe have a conversation without bickering like siblings. I mean, I think so. I would like them to like kind of have a friendship slash siblingship because I don't have yeah. any siblings period so I really like seeing it on tv too so that would be good yes yeah and all I do is fight with my sisters so um I'm not I'm not kidding um I have a, one of my older sister her latest thing is that she thinks she has narcolepsy last month it was that she was um trying to come up with a way to get disability so she was going to um, enroll herself in an inpatient situation and claim that she was suicidal. That's... Yeah, my sister is very much one of those attention getting people. And um, I have no patience for that. So like, I don't get along with her at all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah but I mean, I have a youngest sister and like her and I have a bond, but like she has special needs. And so like, it's a different kind of sibling bond. Right. Um, so like, I can't go to her with like my problems because like she doesn't quite understand or grasp the concepts of them. But yeah, yeah. like I would love to see more sibling. Like we get all this family stuff from 911, but we don't get sibling things except from Buck and Maddie. And lately we haven't really gotten anything with regards to Buck and Maddie. Like only when she first came, like, really, did we have Buck and Maddie scenes that, like, were meaningful. And, you yeah. know, and they're so good. I love Buck and Maddie scenes. I think they're I so do. good. They play siblings so well. They have that chemistry, like, on screen. It just really works, like, for a sibling dynamic. Yes. It just is really organic. So, again, that's why I hope Buck is really involved in this in this storyline as well. Because I, I really like when he when they do have, like, interconnecting stories with each other. But um, and we also had Chimney and um, Harold, right? Or what was his Albert? Name? Albert? Albert. 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 What happened, Albert? Again, I forget. <laughs> Wasn't he becoming a firefighter? He literally. He literally has been abandoned. Okay, we I was like, wait, I don't remember an exit exit episode of, for that. Character at the all. end of season four, he passed his firefighting yes. exam and became a probie. 
but he's not been placed anywhere as of right now. And so like last week I had heard a rumor that he was going to be in episode three and I was excited because I'm like, oh yeah, we'll get to figure out where he's at. And then he wasn't there. And so I was like, never mind. I was in- misinformed. Nope. Like, so they were just like, oops, hope we forget. Hope uh, everybody forgets that Chimney has a brother. Well, he's been like- he's been filming the actor that plays him. He's been okay, filming. So he's, so he's going back. to come back. But I'm just okay, like, good. Like, I hope he comes back in this next episode because Chim's going to need his brother. 100%. And, like, he's going to need that support to be, like, the mother of my child just left. Can you please help me deal with my child? But also, like, be emotional support for me. Like, yes. And Albert's such a good uncle. Like... <laughs> Ugh. Yes, I think it'll be it would be so fun and cute to see Albert and the baby together because Albert is like that comedic. I don't know. I just feel like the energy would be really good and it would kind of yeah. like give a little I wanna levity see a to cute, I want to see a cute little levity scene of Buck and Albert both trying to babysit at the same time. Come on. That would be so like, cute. Make it happen. I think it would also be good for Chim if he had, you know, one like brother, quote unquote with Mm -hmm. buck who is like look she left and there's nothing that we can do we have to just accept that this is our reality Mm -hmm. and then albert will be like let's get fucked up (laughs) you know like you know albert would albert would be like bring your own alcohol all right and he brings the biggest bottle of vodka he can find like yes wait wait what if what if Buck's like you and the baby and Albert all live with me and then we'll just take care of this kid together. And then we get like a, my three dad scenario with the kid. How good would that be? Oh my God. What is it? What is that movie from like the nineties with Tom? Three Selleck? dads and a three dads three, and a baby, three men three and a guy, baby, three men and a baby. <laughs> That's what it is. Yes. That was Too so bad the 911 writers do not enjoy fun enough for that. Oh, Listen, that would be so fun. All right, who's writing that fanfic? Not I was me. just thinking that. I was like, somebody <laughs> write that. I can't write fanfic right now. My brain doesn't cooperate. But um, no, I like, can just see, like, like, I can see the episode opening where, like, we're the perspective of the baby, and you just see their faces looking down in the crib, <laughs> and like, Buck being like, okay, so like, what do we do now? Like, you know, just like, oh, it would be so good. Because Buck is good uh, with children, but, but we, I don't think he's good with babies. Like, I don't yeah. think he can we figure don't... out a diaper. Like, he's not, he's a himbo. Do, we re- do you remember <laughs> yeah. the pregnant episode where all the women were having the babies? Oh, yeah. and he was just like, his soul left his body. Like, he was like, oh my God. <laughs> oh, that's right. We did that episode together, Kat. Yes, we um, did. <laughs> but yeah, so like, he, like, he literally look at a baby and be like, um, I think it is I think it's gonna break. Like he's gonna yeah. like hold it with like two fingers and be like <laughs> oh and Albert would be like try to be its like best friend and be like, we gotta make it laugh, we gotta make it laugh. And like he does something like stupid, like hurts chimney or something, and the baby like giggles or something, and then chimney's like, Okay, can we not do that? <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's so much good content oh. there. I hope this happens. <laughs> Too bad this is a drama and not a comedy because if it were a comedy, 911, I am available this. for hire. <laughs> we are all yeah. available for hire. Yeah. At this point, you yes. need to scrap your writing room and just put us in there. Yes, I live in LA. Money would I'm happen local. in two seconds. <laughs> Immediately. Immediately. We'd be like, yeah. oh, um, build up to them after breaking up no there's been build up for three years we're good like let's just yeah let's just keep going 
I would like sit down at the table the first day and the first thing I said to be like, okay guys, what, what's going on here? Like, what is it buddy? Like somebody tell me what, like, are we doing this? Like what? Well, really what you should do is sit down in front of Oliver and Ryan and be like, all right, listen, (laughs) this is where I want this to go. What are your thoughts? Yeah. And Oliver would be like, let's do it. Let's just do I, it. Okay. I think we know what you mean when you say Oliver and Ryan. <laughs> you know. Listen. Yeah. <laughs> oh, goodness. Oh. But anyway, guys. It's, so what would we rate this episode? We would not give it three stars that my review says it is because we all know I was deliriously tired at that point um (laughs) I I would give it two just because that baby is so damn cute I know I would give it two 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 because two also because I think that the trajectories that they're setting a lot of the characters Mm. up on seems really interesting who knows where they'll go with it but like they are all on new paths that I was interested in. and ex- But like the episode in general was a flop. Yeah. So I would give it two stars. And then you had the- Bunny one is in her flop era. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, it was bound to happen. Like I'll we've had three bad episodes. Oh, 100%. <laughs> I was there with Teen Wolf till the bitter end. Like, and I mean- bitter but laura you still need to watch it um bitter ends like laura you have to approach it like this season one two and three were fantastic and wonderful four five and six are a fever dream that we believe was just imagined it never okay actually wait happened. wait a second let me campaign four is actually okay one two okay, three four, four fantastic four is pretty good yeah, five you just need to push through okay just push through <laughs> put it on in the background make it through six a is pretty good it kind of comes back for a minute there and then it should end there but then there's a whole nother like 10 episodes that you have to watch now because there's going to be a movie so <laughs> also uh, oh, yeah. to be fair to be fair to be fair to be fair, the finale, the series finale was probably the best episode yes. they'd had in like two or three years. Yes. The series um, <laughs> finale is very good. Yikes. Yes. But Yikes. it was worth it. Anyways, but we, we'll leave the episode there. <laughs> um, 911, get out of your flop era, honey. We we need you. We need you to be rare and to go. This. Push through. Let's Please. go. Let's do it. Um you don't have COVID. You just think you have COVID. Moving <laughs> on. <laughs> All right. Um, so it's been great. Have a good night, guys. Bye. Thanks for having me. I know. Bye.